0: Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. The word of God for our meditation is Psalm 128, a song of ascents. Blessed is everyone who fears the Lord who walks in his ways. When you eat the labor of your hands, you shall be happy and it shall be well with you. Your wife shall be like a fruitful vine in the very heart of your house. Your children like olive plants all around your table. Behold, thus shall the man be blessed who fears the Lord. The Lord bless you out of Zion and may you see the good of Jerusalem all the days of your life. Yes, may you see your children's children. Peace be upon Israel. These are your words, Heavenly Father. Sanctify us by your truth. Your word is truth, amen. Fellow redeemed, if I were to ask you what the greatest blessings of your life are, chances are family would be near the top of the list. While during the last 10 months, stay-at-home orders and distance learning meant that many of us have spent more time at home than what we planned, we must admit that our families have been a source of comfort and support during these turbulent times. Since Jesus' first public miracle, turning water into wine, took place at a marriage feast Marriage and family is one of our focuses this second week after Epiphany. How fitting it was that Jesus revealed his glory by performing his first of signs at a wedding, since marriage was the first institution God established on earth shortly after creation as the basic foundation of society. Jesus blessed the marriage with his presence and power, bringing joy and gladness not only to the couple, but also to all who were gathered there. Our lesson today, Psalm 128, both promises and prays for God's blessings on the family. Psalm 128 begins by identifying Who it is whose marriage and family will be blessed. Everyone who fears the Lord. Normally, we think of fear as being afraid of someone or something. We have all had someone sneak up behind us and make us nearly jump out of our skin. In the Bible, the appearance of angels is so frightening to people that the first words often spoken by them is do not fear, but the fear of the Lord is something more than surprise or terror. According to the explanation of the catechism, to fear God means to honor and respect him so much that we will not want to sin against him. Such fear does include being afraid of his punishment, but it is more out of healthy respect or reverence, standing in awe of God. Knowing that God always keeps his word, we trust in him and his forgiveness. So rather than run away from him, or cower in dread before him, the person who fears the Lord clings to him in faith. Such fear is not something that's ours by nature, but rather a gift of God the Holy Spirit worked through his word. When we fear the Lord, clinging to him in trust, we will walk in his ways, living our lives according to his word. God promises that such a life will be blessed. Throughout our lives, God blesses us Through his gift of marriage and family, using them to provide for our daily needs of sustaining our body and life. Among the blessings listed in the definition of daily bread in the catechism are God-fearing spouse and children. So also, one of God's blessings on the family in Psalm 28 is our daily bread, getting to eat the labor of your hands. This is not only getting to eat what you grow, but also being able to support your family by your labor. One who fears the Lord is then promised the blessings of spouse and children. Psalm 128 reminds us that children are a gift from God. Your wife shall be like a fruitful vine in the very heart of your house. Your children like olive plants all around your table. For husbands and fathers, your wife is a fruitful vine, not only in childbearing, but also in all areas of home life as she produces the fruits of faith. For parents, your children are olive shoots, plants that will in time bear their own fruit. Family is one of the main settings where the seeds of the gospel are planted and nourished as the faith is passed on from generation to generation. Contrary to the idea that we should not force our religion upon our children but leave the choice up to them for them to decide for themselves when they get older, The Bible makes it clear that instructing children in God's word is a primary duty of parents. Parents are exhorted to bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. The faith taught and practiced in the home is then strengthened and nourished as the family gathers for worship in God's house. The Lord bless you out of Zion. Zion is a biblical term for the Temple Mount, where God dwelt among his people and where they sought him. God makes his gracious presence in our midst as we gather around his word and sacrament. Psalm 128 is part of a group of psalms called Songs of ascent, sung as the Israelite faithful traveled great distances, up to Jerusalem to celebrate the feasts of Passover, Pentecost, and Tabernacles. These pilgrimages were a family affair. As we read of Jesus in Luke 2, his parents went to Jerusalem every year at the Feast of the Passover. Entire clans and villages would travel together. When Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem, Joseph and his mother sought him among their relatives and acquaintances. They did not realize that Jesus was back at the temple, sitting in the midst of the teachers, both listening to them and asking them questions. In this way, he was about his father's business, God's will and preparation for Jesus' ministry. Though his parents did not realize it at the time, Jesus was carrying out what it says in Psalm 128, blessed is everyone who fears the Lord, who walks in his ways. God wanted to make such blessedness available for every life in the world. He showed what kind of God he is by taking on our human nature. He made his love as real as the psalmist pictures by becoming a child. In the words of a hymn, O Christ, thyself a child, within an earthly home, with heart still undefiled, thou didst to manhood come. He then offered that undefiled life unto death on the cross in payment for our sin to give us a place in God's family in the mansions of heaven. He rose again over death so that we can be sure of the, that the blessings of forgiveness, eternal life, and salvation have been won for us. This psalm, which is a blessing on the family, is also a blessing on the nation, because as the family goes, so does the nation. The blessing of a nation starts with godliness in the hearts of parents. Such parents fear God and keep his commandments. Their strength flows to their children through the contentment and peace it produces in the family. From solid families, as parents raise godly children, children who are a hope for the future, strength flows to the nation. Without such families, the future is dark. From such families, the nation and the church will find strength. God grant us the blessings of a life lived under the fear and respect of God. May we see our families as blessings from God. In our relationships with our spouse, our children, and our grandchildren, God shows his power and mercy. Amen. Let us pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, We thank you that by your grace you have instituted holy matrimony in which you keep us from unchastity and other offenses. We beseech you to send your blessing upon every husband and wife, that they may not provoke each other to anger and strife, but live peaceably together in love and godliness, receive your gracious help in all temptations, and raise their children in accordance with your will. Grant that we all might walk before you in purity and holiness, put our trust in you, and lead such lives on earth that in the world to come we may have everlasting life. Through your beloved Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Please rise for the hymn.